In today's episode, I will provide you with an overview of the four types of groups we have in Office 365 and also explain the difference between them. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again, this is Greg Zelfin from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 32 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to talk about the security groups, but not, you know, SharePoint security groups. They're kind of standard on each and every site, right? If you go to a given SharePoint site and click set permissions, you will see three SharePoint groups that exist on each and every site by default, uh, visitors, members, and owners. I'm going to talk about other security groups that we have, uh, not in SharePoint, but in Office 365. In order for me to explain kind of the benefit of them, I obviously first need to explain what they are, what I'm talking about. And as I do that during this particular episode, I will uh, try to provide some use cases for you as well. So since we're not talking about SharePoint security groups, these are the groups that are accessible only by administrators. All right, so you do need to be uh, an Office 365 global admin to be able to create those groups. And if you navigate, if your admin navigates to uh, uh, Office 365 app launcher, then hits on uh, admin tile, and from there hit hits on groups. Uh, this are the groups I'm talking about. So when you hit uh, that create button uh, in that uh, admin center, uh, you will get to see the four group types. It will actually, the first thing it will ask you to do if you want to create a new group, it will ask you, prompt you to select an appropriate group type. And the four available choices are Microsoft 365 group, distribution, mail enabled security group, and a security group. So let me now provide you an overview of each and every group, explain again uh, what it is, uh, and provide you with a few use cases. So we'll start with distribution. The first group you can create, the first type of group you can create is called distribution. And I know uh, during this particular episode, I already uh, referenced groups as security groups, uh, but this one, the distribution group, is the only group out of four that is not a security group. So all it is, just like the name implies, it's a distribution list. Essentially, it is an email distribution list that has certain members, right? So, and the reason why we have it, the reason why you would create one is, let's say if you want to send an email to 10 people or 200 people, right? And essentially, uh, you know, you, you want to have just one distribution list that captures them all. So the whole purpose, the whole objective of this distribution group is really just to be a distribution list, right? An email distribution list and the only a real use case for that would be when you need to send an email to many, many people uh, all at once. So let's say you, you know, uh, you you want to send an email to you know 200 to 2,000 people. You would then create um, a, a distribution list. Let's say all employees or something, and then add each and every uh, user as uh, the member of this group. Again, this is just a distribution list. This is not a security group, which means you cannot add this security group uh, to a SharePoint site. You cannot embed it uh, as a security group on the SharePoint site. You cannot use it to uh, manage security at all. Again, the whole objective of this is just an email distribution list. 
Now, the second type of group we can create is called security group. And again, just like the name implies, uh, all it is, it's a security group. Now, for those of you who uh, have been using uh, Active Directory on-premises uh, to manage security and uh, file shares, or maybe on-prem SharePoint, uh, if you decide to synchronize your AD, AD groups to Office 365, then you will see a bunch of these security groups already existing in the list. Essentially, these are good old, you know, classic security groups we had forever. And if you don't have any, of course, you can create one, uh, right, in Office 365. Uh, and uh, again, all it is is just a security group. Now, uh, just like a distribution list, right, uh, the group, this group will contain members. And unlike a distribution list, you can actually use this group to manage security. So, for example, let's say uh, you have, um, I don't know, a finance, right, uh, you know, team, uh, you know, that consists of, let's say, 10 uh, members, right? You can create a security group called finance and then use that security group over and over on any SharePoint site. So you can actually, again, embed this uh, group uh, into uh, into uh, a SharePoint group on any site. You can use that group to manage uh, permissions for a particular library, uh, file or folder. Uh, essentially, again, the whole purpose of the group is just uh, to be a plain vanilla security group that you, you can obviously use to manage security. The third type of group you can create is called mail enabled security group and hopefully it's clear from its name uh, it's a group that uh, also has the email component on it think of it as a distribution list getting married to a security group essentially you get a little bit of both walls you get the uh, security piece plus the email component all right so what that means is that if you create an, a mailed enabled security group, uh, you will be able to, uh, again, I'll use the same example, finance, all right? You will be able to use that name, that group to manage security on the site, uh, you know, document library, folder, file, whatever. Uh, and then you will also be able to email, send an email uh, to the same 10 members uh, by using the same kind of right uh, group or the same distribution list. Uh, in Outlook. So again, it just allows you to uh, to have a little bit of both walls, if you will, and have uh, advantages of both of the previous groups I covered. The fourth and final group you can create uh, in Office 365 is called Microsoft 365 Group. Now, I actually already covered Microsoft 365 Group concept in the past during the previous episodes. Uh, but I'll cover it again. And by the way, if I referenced it at, as uh, an Office 365 group uh, in the past, in the previous episodes, uh, it, it's actually the same thing, all right? Uh, it used to be called Office 365 group, but Microsoft recently renamed it. So uh, the new name is Microsoft 365 group, but they really mean the same thing. So Microsoft 365 group is pretty much the new darling of Office 365. Uh, it's a relatively new concept. We only had it for uh, several years. Uh, but essentially what it is, uh, it's a membership group. It's a security group, but uh, it's also kind of a membership group that has all the various elements of Office 365 tied 
to it. So with the other types of groups I covered, right, uh, it just pretty much it created the group and uh, that was it. Either a distribution list or, you know, security group, uh, it was pretty much uh, kind of a, a, an old boring group. When you create an Office 365 group or Microsoft 365 group, uh, here's what you get. You first and foremost, you get a security group, a membership group. Uh, but also you get all the various components. You get a SharePoint site, you get Plan and Planner, you get Microsoft Teams, you get uh, an Outlook calendar, you get a distribution list in Outlook, all right? You also get a few other things uh, like uh, a workspace in Power BI, which is the uh, business intelligence platform uh, within Office 365. And you also get a workspace in Microsoft Stream, which is the video hosting platform. And all of these components, all right, all of these apps that are tied to this specific Microsoft 365 group, to its membership. So let's say, you know, Mary, John, and I, we are part of that Microsoft 365 group. Uh, that means that we get access to all of these apps that I just mentioned to you. That means that we will get to share the site. Uh, we will be able to chat on Microsoft Teams, manage tasks and planner, schedule events and Outlook, and we'll also be able to send emails to each other uh, by using the Microsoft 365 group distribution list. And of course, on, all, on top of that, um, at its core, remember, it's a membership, it's a security group, which means that the same group can also be managed to, uh, to, to, to manage security uh, on your SharePoint site. So for example, if I create a uh, Microsoft 365 group called Finance, uh, and Mary, John, and I, we're all members there, uh, obviously we will get access to, to the site and the calendar and Teams, et cetera. Uh, but also, uh, also we will be able to utilize, or anyone else will be able to utilize that same security group you know, called Finance to give us access to maybe a certain file, certain folder, or a given SharePoint site uh in sharepoint online so pretty much microsoft 365 group uh, is the recommended option uh, as a matter of fact when you create a group uh in office 365 right when you admin creates a group uh it even uh you know tells them in parentheses that it's a recommended option and the reason is because uh it, not only it's a distribution list not only it's a security group but you also get all this additional value in terms of the site and the uh, planner teams uh, calendar, etc. Now, each of these groups, of course, this was just a quick overview uh, that I wanted to provide in this episode, but there are certain limitations and restrictions and nuances uh, about each and every group. Uh, and it would be just uh, impossible for me to cover in this particular episode. But what I will do is include an article, include a blog post uh, on the same topic that does have all the, say, all the limitations outlined in that article. So definitely feel free to reverence uh, when you have a chance. Uh, just to give an idea of what I'm talking about, all right? Um, for example, you can embed a regular security group into another security group, all right? But you cannot embed, you cannot nest uh, a security group inside of the Microsoft 365 group. This was just one of the examples, all right? Again, I will make sure to include the article, uh, the link to the article uh, in the show notes so you can access uh, and reference all the limitations uh, on the groups there. All right, I think that's all I wanted to cover in this particular episode. Hopefully you found it useful. As always, happy to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com. 
and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.